0: So hello guys. This is Malik, and your I'm favorite and friendly host, and I am accompanied here by my beautiful fiance. And her name is
1: Dot J Gil.
0: And this is Savage Talk. This week we are going to be talking about systemic racism. What is systemic racism?
1: That's a that's a very cute segue, my little my, my little baby. You you're just like Paul Blart with that like whew, transition
0: oh you're saying Paul Bart because I'm fat
1: uh, no not necessarily
0: so what is systemic <laughs> racism
1: uh so from what I gathered from what was brought to me through my research um, I said that systemic racism was um, basically things put in place by authority or higher you know higher ups to create injustices towards not just black people but people of color um and i have uh, quite a bit of examples if you want to hear about them
0: i would like to hear about them so what are some of your examples
1: so some of the examples that i have are things like um, way back when, in the 50s, um, they had the whole segregation thing where um, black people and literally any person of color that was non-caucasian would have to do things separately from them. And it even affected them in school. Like we learned about a very famous one when we were in high school called The Little Rock Nine. So that's some of it. Um, Another example that we have been facing nowadays is um the citizenship test for immigrants that's actually set for them to fail because if you take a look at the questions and some of the questions that i had seen on there was uh, um things that even i don't know like it's stuff that i should know it's so mundane we should know about it but we don't and some of the things that i had seen on there was like um what does the stripes on the flag mean and uh what is it that well there was a couple of them that i had seen that i thought it was completely outrageous like um what was the first seven can you name three out of the 13 colonies and like i can't even answer those questions and there were so many other ones um, I'll even pull it up if you guys want to actually look at it or hear me talk about them but it was insane
0: for those of you guys who don't know the Little Rock 9 just going back to what Dita uh, was talking about mm-hmm. the Little Rock 9 were 9 uh, um, uh, black people who wanted to attend a college in Little Rock but they were being blocked by the governor of arkansas the president uh president uh i believe it was president kennedy who it was either kennedy or lyndon Baines johnson uh who ordered that the national guard escort the little rock nine into the school so that was the first time that schools had been desegregated in U.S. history.
1: Hey, Morgan.
0: <laughs> so what? What are the some? What are some of the questions on the citizenship test? Mm-hmm. You said that they're very mundane and they're questions like what are the thirteen colonies mm-hmm. and uh what do the stripes mean on the american flag mm-hmm.
1: what do the stars mean it it's very it, it's things that we learned when we were in like elementary school and middle school Uh-huh. and it's things that we as citizens should know like i have them pulled up over here they have something it says um the first question is what is the supreme law of the land and uh I, it gives me the answer it says it's the constitution but like even I'm stupid enough that I didn't know that like
0: so what do you think is more uh, what, the question that I'm trying to ask is what do you think holds people back from getting their citizenship is it the questions or is it the price of the citizenship
1: I think it's a little bit of both of them being honest with you.
0: Well, I mean the the questions are being are easy to find. So, I would think personally I would think that it would be the price of getting the citizenship test because you need to get a lawyer, you have to process a whole bunch of fees yep. for the card and everything else.
1: Yeah, you do have to do all of that and that all and in the tens of is thousands hard. of
0: dollars rather than just taking a simple test
1: yeah but you also have to think about it most of these people they also have the fact that they came in here illegally Mm -hmm. so they're already having a difficult time because of that they could get arrested at any given point and then deported and that automatically excludes you from being able to get your citizenship so they could go the the legal route but that like you said takes a lot of time you do have to spend a lot of money so it
0: takes years to mm-hmm. get your citizenship
1: so imagine having to deal with all of that and having to deal with your family like most of these people are people that are a lot older than i am that have kids to worry about they don't have the time thousands to be... and
0: thousands of dollars to spend on getting their citizenship yeah. you know uh, talking about the citizenship you know i actually have a friend who uh, married a citizen a uh, immigrant so that she could get her citizenship
1: so wait she was the immigrant
0: Mm-hmm. she okay. my friend was an American he was okay. born here he married an immigrant so that she could get her citizenship
1: you know unless technically it's like, not illegal well no it's not illegal but if people find out like hopefully this person married this person because they actually love them and because they wanted them to be here but other people marry them like i don't know if i've ever told you this but um
0: there's so many loopholes within that way of going that you can marry someone and you stay together for a few years and you automatically get your citizenship
1: and if they find out that you got married just for that you can get in a lot of trouble
0: i didn't i didn't know that yeah but i found that's what i found out so what about uh in schools what what are we dealing with today with systemic racism in schools
1: well i mean it's very easy to say that it's because of the kids but when you think about it where does it actually start it starts at home unfortunately the whole systemic racism thing It starts at home. And I don't mean like the parents are the ones doing something wrong. I mean, depending on how much money the parents are making, that is what comes into play. Like, obviously, I grew up in a pretty all right. Well, I thought it was an all right place. I grew up in Austin, Texas. Now, there's many different places to Austin. We have North Austin, South Austin, we have the surrounding cities, things like uh, Cedar Park and Leander, Round Rock and all of that stuff. Now, they are all Central Texas and in Austin, what I noticed is that they didn't really have a lot of the resources that the rest of, that I used to have when I was living in Round Rock. And so because they didn't have those resources and a lot of the kids were, I'm sorry to say it, but when I was in Austin, I noticed that a lot of the kids over there, aside from not having the resources in school, they also really didn't feel like they had the support system that they needed to keep studying at a very young age. And so because of that, they started failing. Mm -hmm. And it sucks because the parents have to work so that they can have a place to live. But they can't help with homework because they have to constantly be working. So the kids are having to suffer. Then they just think that they're not good enough at all to keep working. So they kind of give up. So where I'm essentially going at is uh, poverty breeds less of a equal opportunity for these children
0: okay so when you were going to school in Austin did you um have to deal with any racist remarks being spit at you by kids out there or adults or anything okay did you notice anybody having that done to them
1: okay I never noticed it But it was because I stayed away from people. Even now, I stay away from people. I don't talk to people. I'm pretty unapproachable, if I'm being honest. Um, So, personally, I didn't have anything happen to me. But I'm pretty sure you have told me a couple stories. Oh,
0: man. uh, I went to Rancho Verde High School in Riverside County. Mm -hmm. And we would... uh, So there was a time where, you know, we would have our group and we would be racist to each other. But there was also times where it would be taken out of context with someone who just walked by and said something stupid and then we'd get offended about it. But it's, it it all goes back to if you're among friends Racism is not okay, for one. Mm -hmm. But... When you blatantly go out of your way to make a racist remark to someone that you don't know... That's where it gets tricky. Well,
1: it's not even tricky. That's just fucked up. It is. That's just... Oh, sorry.
0: So, I had to deal with that throughout school. I've gotten called... Coon... uh, it's an old, old uh, word from back in the when uh, slavery was still a thing, and I've gotten called the N word mm. with the hard R at the end Not a good many one. of times. Even now, I still get called it. Um, I've I've been uh, treated differently by teachers.
1: See, when you say that, I feel like maybe because you went through that, I should have gone through that as well. And I'm so sorry if I interrupted you, Um, but I was kind of a teacher's pet, like my entire life. So I had people bully me, you know, because of the way that I looked, not necessarily because of my race. Like the worst thing I was ever called was four eyes. You know, wear glasses. But yeah, I, I never I guess I never had that happen with the teacher because I was so willing to do what I had to do for the teacher.
0: So the teacher that I'm talking about, he actually separated the black kids from the rest of the class. That's... So we were sat in the back of the classroom. All the black kids were in one single group and the rest of everybody else was mixed, mixed amongst each other. The Mexicans, the white kids or Hispanics, I should say, and the white kids and all the black, the Asians were all in there. The black kids were the only ones that were separated from the rest of the group, rest of the class in the back in the corner, right next to the door. And the black kids were the only ones that got in trouble in the class, not for doing anything bad, just he had a problem with us.
1: See, and I feel like we, did you say this to anyone growing up?
0: Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Because there was no because the thing about a teacher is, and this is what I found out that I should have done, I should have brought it up to my mother. Who was friends with the superintendent yeah. and the principal, and I should have brought it up to them, but I thought the teachers had some type of immunity, and whatever, and a teacher is not going, uh, a administration official is not going to uh, believe a student over a teacher.
1: See, I I am a firm believer that believer. <laughs> A believer that children don't lie. I'm sorry um, if I offend anyone by saying that. I'm pretty sure there's some bad apples out there, but children, for the most part, will not lie to you. So if even the bad kids,
0: on, they won't lie.
1: Exactly, they
0: don't lie.
1: If something really heinous is happening to them, they will not lie. They're going to tell you what's happening if they trust you. And. I wish you had had somebody that you could have trusted enough to have told something to, because that's not okay.
0: Even, there was even a, um, one of my teachers, one of the teachers that I had even, uh, told this black girl that, uh, nobody ever liked, but we all got on her side when this happened, he blurted out in the middle of class, are you out of your cotton-picking mind? Whoa. And that, that, we were all, I wasn't in the class, but I was friends with people who were in the class. So, you know how gossip goes around the schools? It spreads like wildfire. So I found out and I was in a class on the other side of campus.
1: Well, I mean, even something like that, it would get around very fast. You don't just do that and then expect to not get any type of heat from it.
0: And this is also another teacher who was... (sighs) We had a firm belief. Now, when I say firm belief, I mean firm belief that he was a pedophile. Oh, God. He gave one of my best friends a teddy bear. A teddy bear? A teddy bear.
1: I feel like that's kind of innocent.
0: And we we all believed that it had a camera inside Ooh, of the eye
1: okay yeah that's a little bit but wait did you guys confirm it
0: it had the the three little things in the back the uh, the no things like RCA the, cables oh
1: my god what a creep
0: and he got fired for it
1: oh, he got fired god.
0: after we it. got out of high school two years after we got out of high school he got fired
1: now I wanna ask, was that a girl that it happened to? Yes. Oh that's
0: He never did anything to the boys. He never made those uh what is it? Uh grooming thing grooming uh, uh situations with the boys, but he did make it with the girls. There was two girls that I knew of Mm -hmm. for sure that have experienced some type of sexual harassment by him.
1: By him? Oh, fudge.
0: And one of them was my best friend.
1: Are you trying to sit up?
0: So, the... So, what kind of... Of, uh... Mm
1: -hmm.
0: What kind of person what are the odds of getting a one a racist teacher and a pedophile and out of the 15 years that he was working at the school nobody did anything about it that's fucked up and so to get on to the next
1: let's do a quick recap more than anything because i feel like we went a little bit out of the out of place i mean it is only the second episode so trying to figure it out
0: so systemic racism um i was treated differently in school by teachers by students because i was black it was around all the time we even had race riots
1: I don't think we ever had those. I mean, maybe we did, but like I said, I was never really involved in those type of things.
0: So, what, uh, now that you're an adult, have you experienced any type of racism?
1: Well, like I told you, I, I, maybe I experienced it working as a server, because I mean, who doesn't? But it wasn't anything that couldn't be handled right then and there and by handled I mean these people would get kicked out Like I don't care if you're done eating here. Take these boxes pay and get the hell out because we're not gonna deal with it I think honestly the worst thing that's ever happened to me at work was This one lady She was a Hispanic lady. And I mean, I don't know if you guys can tell but I'm kind of Hispanic um and uh she wanted another beer and she comes in every single well she used to come in every single friday with her family and they would order like all of these big platters of food and they would run up a tab for alcohol and only leave you like a dollar or two for tip after being there for almost four hours and i had been cut maybe like two hours after they left no two hours before Before. they left yeah two hours before they left and they had already been there for two hours so they had been in there for a total of four hours and I really just wanted to go home so I told my manager hey like I want to go home I have to work a double tomorrow and I have to work a double the next day like in and this wasn't easy this was from 10 o'clock in the morning till three o'clock in the morning every single day and so he told me yeah just go ahead and go And this lady, I closed her tab and I went back and I told her, here, keep your $5. It looks like you need them more than I do. And she got livid. Like, yeah, of course I was being kind of rude to her, but she then comes up to me. Well, no, she doesn't come up to me. She sends her grandchild and says, my mom wants another, another beer. And I was just like, okay. And she's like, oh yeah, and my grandma wants one too. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Let me just find somebody else because I can't serve you guys anymore. I'm off the clock. And I was off the clock. I had already finished all my stuff. And so this lady gets mad and me, stands up and says, you're a racist piece of shh. And uh, I'm never coming back here. I've been coming here longer than you've been born and clearly you're an idiot since you're not serving me my beer and i'm like ma'am i told you i was gonna find you somebody to go and take care of your beer because i'm off the clock and that was probably the worst thing that's ever happened to me but it was so weird because like how can my own people call me racist when clearly i I'm, I'm your kind and i haven't done anything to you i went up to you and i told you i'm leaving Here's your new server.
0: Okay. So, the... You already know the story that I have. Mm-hmm. With racism and dealing with police. So, the... Oh God,
1: police.
0: So, the... This story was about a year ago. Mm-hmm. I had an encounter with a racist police officer... I was in Loma Linda, which is San Bernardino County, California, and I was on the clock doing my job with one of my partners. We worked for a medical transportation company, and we had stopped at a Chevron because we were on our, on our lunch break, and <clears throat> I used to smoke cigarettes, and so did my partner, so I took off out the van, and he came out the van also to smoke a cigarette with me. Mm -hmm. And we were on the side of the building, smoking our cigarette and talking. And out of the... I hear in the background um, some lady. She was on the phone saying that there is two people, a Mexican and a black guy doing drugs on the side of the Chevron. And so I didn't think anything of it because I was in San Bernardino. So I was like, okay, whatever. It must've been another one. So fast forward about 10 minutes. We're back inside of the van. A cop pulls up to the van behind us with the lights on and everything. He gets out and he comes up to the driver's side window where I am sitting, and he shines his light in my face, and he says, "Uh, what are you guys doing over here? I said, well, we're on our break, we're, we're on our lunch break, we're at work right now, and he said, where do you guys work? I said, at this medical transportation company, it says on the side of the van, and he said, okay, well, there was a call put in that someone said that you guys were um doing drugs on the side of the building i said no we weren't we were smoking a cigarette he begins to say well even though you say you're not that's still probable cause and i said no that's not probable cause probable cause is you you immediately see it or you smell smell it it on us. Mm -hmm. And he said and all he did was he leaned in and sniffed and he said "Well, it smells like weed in here to me. So that's probable cause. I said okay whatever. So he said he said do I have permission to search the van? I said yes. He said okay step out of the car. So I step out and Immediately, my hands are put behind my back and I'm searched pockets everything and I have boots on and he says, take your boots off. So I take my boots off and he searches my boots. I put them back on and he throws me inside of the inside of the cop car. Hands still behind my back. And then what ends up happening is he goes to my partner. Now, I'm more scared for my partner than I am for myself because my partner oh my is God. an ex-felon. Oh. So yeah. I'm like, okay, well, this is pretty much fucked. Because if my if he, if my partner has anything on him, he's going back to jail.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And because I'm the driver of the vehicle, I go to jail too. Now, see how that's messed up? The driver of the vehicle goes to jail even if the passenger has something on them.
1: Yeah. Honestly, it is.
0: So, he gets my partner out. Same thing happens. Puts his hands behind his back. Handcuffs. And throws him in the car. He then said, he then asks do you guys have any weapons on you? I say no, my partner my partner says no also, but my partner has a Swiss army knife on his, uh, in his pocket on his keychain, and he forgets about it, so then the cop didn't find the Swiss army knife
1: thank god,
0: he goes to search the entire van and didn't find anything
1: exactly he wasn't going to
0: he wasn't going to from the beginning
1: but because you're black he's gonna
0: my partner was mexican also yeah well puerto rican sorry <laughs>
1: you so don't want to get in trouble using those I, words
0: i am um, i'm sitting in the back and i'm just like yo man this is so messed Stupid. up they are pulled they pulled us out of the car and threw us in the back because we are minorities and my partner is like man they didn't do it because we're minorities I said do you think that this same thing would have happened if we were white
1: the answer is
0: and he said no and I said well then why does it happen to us and so after he doesn't find anything he then comes back and gets me out of the car first and tells me to go sit back in the car sit back in the van and he gets my partner out tells him to go sit back in the van and then he comes back up and says I better not see you guys back in my city
1: is this the same person that got fired later yes see and
0: and see I told him I said you can't stop me from coming back to the city because I'm on a job So if I come back to the city and you pull me over just for being back in the city, that's harassment. And I can file a restraining order on you and put in word to your boss, who I know personally, that you're harassing me because I'm black. And he said, well, he won't believe you.
1: Oh, boy.
0: And so I said, okay, bet. So
1: <laughs> then the
0: following day, I go back over there. Because I, I'm I'm the I'm a petty type of person. If you tell me not to do something,
1: really I'm
0: going to do it.
1: This is why I haven't been able to get him to do the laundry. I'm
0: just so I'm, 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 do, I'm I'm going to I'm I'm gonna do it. So I said, I went back over there, and I saw him back at the station. I mean, back at the gas station. And I just threw my hands up, and I was like, what's up? I'm back here. (laughs) And he was like, you're lucky I'm not on the clock. And I said, "If oh, you're not on the clock? Oh, well, that means I can put my hands on you now. And he said, if you do, I will have every single officer come up here and beat the shit out of you. I said, "Bet." I just caught you on record. And he said, you need to delete that. I did not give you permission to record our conversation. I said, I don't need permission to record our conversation. It's my first amendment right. I'm recording it on public property. So it is what it is. So fast forward a few weeks, I'm back on the clock at my job and I go back up there. I see him again. What a coincidence. I say, so how's the, um, how's the job treating you? And he said, fuck you, you fucking nigger. You got me fired.
1: Hey, that's harsh language.
0: I'm just saying that's my personal experience. I got his ass fired.
1: You know, actually, the worst thing I've probably ever been called is my uh, cousin when I was younger. She called me a... uh, And I don't even know why it's bad. Um, She called me Chicana. uh, Because I was uh, born in the United States and she wasn't. So, you know who you are.
0: So... We have another story that one of our fans wrote in to us stating her um her situation with police brutality and excessive use of force.
1: So let's read it.
0: The story that is still ever so vivid in my mind of being racially profiled was about 16 years ago. My brother and I took my son to the store to get some milk and a few knickknacks. As we were heading home, we stop at a red light and we're facing eastbound at the light. And to our right, the police are in the left turning lane heading north. The police do not turn for their light. Mind you, they could have... There wasn't much traffic on the street. in that particular intersection... Doesn't have a left-hand turning six, turning light. They waited purposely. Now our light turns green, and we are head of the line. We proceed to go through the light. These crazy fools hit their lights and sirens and make vicious right turn cut off cars behind us with not a care for public safety, just to pull over a car that wasn't speeding, didn't have loud music playing, his registration was up to date, and. He wasn't driving recklessly or anything. Naturally, my brother pulls over at the corner. They hop out the car, barely in park. Their car rolled forward some and then jerked. But the door is open and the feet already on the pavement, heading our way. They they walk, walk up to the car, guns drawn and hollering orders. Oh I was God. terrified for my son and angry at their actions.
1: That is <sighs> insane.
0: Um, I was terrified for my son and angry at their actions toward us. I ask why their guns are drawn and why is it being pointed at my son. Now, mind you, he's one years old.
1: No child should ever have to go through that. Having to witness that at such a young age, it is terrifying.
0: The passenger cop points the gun at me, sees someone in the back seat and points it and holds it towards the towards the back seat on the passenger side which is where my son was sitting no. in his car seat. Not the kind not the kind of car seats that they used to have back in the day. Um, it was a full toddler seat. I sternly tell him to take aim off my son. He is a baby. Meanwhile, the driver is aggressively hollering at my brother. His gun is drawn. Routine traffic stop, they say. With Guns drawn and foul mouths. My brother's asking me to calm down, please. I ask the officer, how does his community relations training come into play here? How does he think this young black male will f- view cops in the future? Why is he pushing fear, aggression, and inferiority on him? He waits a while, aims his gun at me, telling me I need to keep my hands where he can see them. I ask, why are we being stopped again? Pure silence. silence. Give us your ID too, ma'am. The driver runs our names. The whole time the cop on the passenger side still had his gun pointed in the car. Naturally, our names came back clear and they walked off without an apology or no words of remorse and said, have a nice day. <sighs> what are your idea what are your thoughts on that?
1: I never realized just how lucky I am as a girl because that's never happened to me. That's never happened to me and that sucks because I've seen that happen not in real life but I've seen that be a thing that is all over the news that just never has anything done about it. But like I said... It's, it's wild, because as a girl, I don't think that'll ever actually happen to me. Not unless I actually give them a reason to stop me. Well,
0: take into consideration Brianna Taylor, her situation, and the, uh, man, what is her name? Oh uh, man. Philando Castile's girlfriend that was in the car with him.
1: The one that got shot in the back. Dying.
0: Yeah, that was Philando Castile.
1: Wow. Wow. And it sucks. Because, you know, there was this one TikToker that we were watching a while ago and he was talking about something that made a lot of sense. It's not that people of color or black people because it's two different things, so I've learned. Um, it's not that they are usually the ones that are doing the illegal stuff. It's that they are over um, police policing. So
0: you guys follow a political teen or a political? Uh, what is his name? I think his name is a political teen on TikTok. TikTok, <laughs> because he puts out some really, really good information on the over-policing in America and how it affects people of color and black people. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's, it's, there, there's, we could go down a list of so many situations that have not been taken lightly or have been taken so lightly that ended with someone losing their life. Yeah, we that can. It's it's ridiculous. The thing like, is, when it it's like the thing with with uh, not in my opinion, all cops are not bad cops, mm-hmm. but like they say, a few apples spoils the bunch. The bad cops bad are then. The bad cops are then spoiling the good cops because they're the good cops are the ones that are just trying to do their job and go home to their families. Exactly. And they do their job amazing.
1: And they're scared to actually call it out because there's a lot, see that's another form of systemic, not necessarily racism, racism but, but it's, like
0: uh, st- systemic corruption. Yeah. Corruption within leave. the system. So the i'm sorry if i cut you off no 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 you're so there's cops out there there's former cops who have stood up to the uh corruption within their within the legal system and within the um within the their own police department and have been fired from their jobs for standing up to it
1: and luckily it's the only thing that's happened to them because there's been other cases where within the police department where their people have done some heinous crimes and they just get off with like nothing happening to them they're like nope they're cleared goodbye
0: and even rest in peace george floyd even the cop that killed george floyd I believe, I, I think I read it somewhere just recently that he got acquitted of the third degree murder charges.
1: Of course he did. Of course isn't he
0: that, did. Isn't that insane? It's
1: insane, exactly. It is insane. But of course he did.
0: And now they're trying to cover it up by saying that he, that George Floyd didn't die of asphyxiation by the police having his, uh, having his knee on his neck. You can, you can plainly see it
1: there's right there on video
0: of him screaming out for his mother
1: exactly
0: i can't breathe so how does someone die of asphyxiation but not die of asphyxiation
1: there's the autopsy report out there
0: the autopsy report is this is the one that was saying that he didn't die of asphyxiation though
1: no but there has to be multiple versions of this for them to have been able to, to have a trial and convict him, there has to have been evidence in the autopsy, uh, original autopsy, that says that he died by asphyxiation.
0: But he, but that's the thing is he was just acquitted of all charges, so he walked free. So that means free.
1: that somebody
0: swept sw- swept that under the rug.
1: Exactly, because that is what they do.
0: And it's like, a, like, I posted on my Facebook page saying, is it going to take someone close to you like myself? I posted it to all my friends on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Is it going to take someone close to you like myself or one of your close friends to die for you guys to get it through your head that we're not just making this up, that it's actually a real thing that happens to people? And a bunch of people liked it and commented on it and it seemed like they care. But when I post when I post stuff about George Floyd and how the officers that were involved with it got didn't get a charge, got acquitted, they were backing the officers. Not George Floyd, not Breonna Taylor, not Tamir Rice, not um, Trayvon Martin, not Philando Castile.
1: That's the effect of systemic racism on the races. And if we say something, something bad's gonna happen to us.
0: Exactly, and it almost feels like I'm just I'm just waiting. In this day and age, I feel like I'm just. I'm waiting for the day when something bad happens to me.
1: Don't say that.
0: That's the way that that's the way that I feel, you know?
1: And I hope nothing ever bad happens to you.
0: I do too. But it's it's either some I'm I already know that I'm going to be still dealing with racism throughout my life
1: and something we're going to have to teach our children to have to deal with.
0: Yes, and it and sucks that I have it. to and That so, we're going to have to teach our children
1: How, how to not deal. to
0: be racist
1: Exactly, exactly And it all starts with the way that we do that And I have very high hopes for this upcoming It takes
0: generation. a village to raise a child And
1: You have the, to village the people that, that are in your village That I've
0: chosen to be around my child Are going to be the ones that Have been there through thick and thin with me and it's not it's it sucks you know because it, it it goes racism doesn't only have to be police brutality it can be a number of different things yeah
1: there's a number of different things it's like you said police brutality it's in the, the education jo- system the, it's in the job place it's n- not everywhere. the job
0: place the jails the oh prisons, for sure the the amount of people you guys understand that assault and battery is not a violent crime assault and battery is not a violent crime yet people are being charged with assault and battery as it is a a violent crime assault and battery with a deadly weapon is not a violent crime can you believe
1: that? I didn't even know that
0: yes, I could shoot someone, I'm not I'm just using a, using this as an example. As an I could example. shoot someone, <laughs> and I don't get charged, and I don't get charged with a violent crime. If my skin complexion is the right one, but if my skin skin complexion is still the same,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's a violent crime now. Why? Because they've bred the people of America to believe that all black people are violent
1: Mm -hmm. all people of
0: a different color other than white white is our violent people
1: but we have to be grateful for all of the allies that we do have out there and we need to remember that we have to finish fighting the battle for our our you know, future generation. exactly for everyone we have to do it together otherwise we're just fighting losing battles
0: so I'm gonna go back to the systemic racism here um, you have something written here Beverly Hills versus Compton what is that
1: they're not cases so what I was looking at was the differences between places and how it affects their chances and how it affects everything. So if you think about it um, when you think Beverly Hills, what do you think?
0: Mansions.
1: Mm-hmm. Mansions, um, what do you think? Rich. Rich. What do you think?
0: Prosperous. Okay. Wealthy.
1: Now when you think Compton, what do you think?
0: Boys in the Hood nwa
1: there's that's super funny but um that's honestly the way that i saw it was i found this common trend how in california it's mostly black people Mm -hmm. but in seattle that's happening to asian americans in seattle that's where like all of the like the richer people live And in Tacoma, what I noticed is a lot of the Asian-Americans over there were being harassed. And I also wrote on here, Austin, North Lamar versus Westlake. Now, Westlake in Austin is like the rich neighborhood. And the people that are in North Lamar are mostly Hispanics. Mm -hmm. And so I was thinking about it and I'm like... Why is it that we don't see- like, personally, I haven't seen anything racist, uh, I mean, happen to me since I've been in California, but when I was in Texas, that shit happened constantly. When I was in Washington, that didn't happen at all. Now, unfortunately, we are running out of time on this episode, and I apologize deeply if it wasn't as coherent as I wanted it to be. I had a one-day notice about this episode, but- I will have my thoughts gathered for next week so that we can actually talk about everything that we want to talk about. And we will keep this conversation going for as long as we have to. Happy Monday, by the way. Again, almost
0: follow our TikTok.
1: Mm-hmm. And I do have a couple of handles for us that I had readily prepared so that we can just shout them out through the rooftop. But your girl found them. Okay, so do you want to start us off, baby?
0: Okay, so if you guys want to listen to this podcast, you guys can find us on Spotify under Savage Talk. If you guys have any input or any stories that you want to be shared on our podcast, you can reach us at Capital Savage. Capital no capitals. So it's just Savage Talk, Talk. 1929 TM. T-M. At Mm
1: gmail.com.
0: Our podcast will be featured on
1: Spotify, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts,
0: and Anchor. Mm -hmm. Whatever your podcast needs.
1: Now, real quick, um, the YouTube channel, I'm having a little bit of a difficult time with it, so... I will be sending out links to our immediate friends and family so that we can get them subscribed, and then I will work on actually being able to get, like, the YouTube so that you guys can find it. Um, we do also have an Instagram, it is at s savage Squad 1929 tm so that's double s, savage. Um, we already gave them the gmail.
0: My TikTok is KingMaze8296 Dita's TikTok is Tita T-I-T-A Dot J Dot Gil G-I-L Her Insta is The same one as her um, TikTok
1: And actually one quick thing Forget the first Gmail It is not Savage Talk It is savage squad 1929 tm at gmail.com so one more time savage Squat 1929 tm at gmail.com and that is if you want to send us um any stories that you guys want us to feature in the next episode we are most likely still going to be going over systemic racism because like i told you my thoughts were not very coherent and i don't like that uh, but yeah, that's all of the handles. It is Savage Talk for podcast. Everything else is Savage Squad. And um,
0: and you guys, in the near future, merch will be coming. <laughs> Savage Squad merch,
1: <laughs> and it'll be tie bleach dyed. By Some me. of them
0: will be ble- bleach dyed personally by yours truly. Mm-hmm. Here, I will be designing the merchandise. And we will have all types of merchandise, so we will see you guys next week on Sunday for our next podcast. Sunday,
1: Sunday, fun
0: day. Sunday, Sunday, fun day. Sunday, Sunday,
1: fun day. Yeah!